Hi, folks. You are watching and listening to a very soggy edition of Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales in Southern, in wet Southern California. That gentleman out there is Dave Genius, and I'm not quite as wet, but Southern California, just the same. Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, Dave and I have, uh, I'm excited because uh, Dave brought, So am I. Dave brought this mezcal to our attention. Now, Dave, um, you can see, I, I don't know how what happened to my bottle. I didn't get a full one. I, you know, I don't know. Jeez. But, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm. Dave, tell us, tell us the story of how you came across this mezcal. Well, I was at the San Diego uh, Spirits Festival. Not, right. uh, not the judging, but at the festival. And right. they were in there, him and his wife. Um, they said, being... Uh, um, uh, I believe. Let me get the, let me get the name straight because these these are very nice people. Jaime Vargas is yes. the owner, and the brand is called Cosijo, which uh, you know say that real fast five times and you could get in trouble. Oh, you got some nice POS. I didn't get anything. I got a letter. <laughs> I didn't get the letter. Letter. The letter. The letter. How much letter. have you had already? <laughs> but I that, had that's, none. That's not. Oh, you know what? You picked that up at the show, right? I picked it. No, he actually stopped in one day. I wasn't expecting him. I, I pull up on the bike and and I see somebody unloading something from his trunk at the top of my driveway. And it's like I park the bike and walk up there and it's like, oh, dude, how you doing? Well, what happened? You you came across them at their table, I right? Came that was a real crowded at... event. That was the one that we were invited to do the tastings. Uh, myself yes, and, and other, other I teachers. sat there and was talking with him and his wife, just really hitting it off, just talking. Uh, really nice couple. And I just said, hey, you know, we'd love to get you on our show. Yeah. Now, now had... had um, at, had you tasted the juice while you were talking to him or prior to that or i did taste it while i was talking with him but okay. i was at a show and he wasn't my first stop so <laughs> right yeah you know when you go when you do those shows you got to pace yourself right you know yes dave cut his teeth at the mammoth margarita festival if you've ever been to that event you know <laughs> that you got to hydrate take a lot of water take a lot of food breaks yeah because because it's craziness there oh, and yeah. you're working too usually you're you're getting interviews when you do well stuff. that one i was just being i was just walking around I you, were, you were the tourista yeah i was the tourista <laughs> and so so what made you what made you stop and 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 i mean were you impressed with the initial the initial flavors of the of the mezcal yeah, I, I was i was impressed with the flavors i got then so it was i'm I haven't tried it since, and I'm really itching to. Well, you broke the seal on that. This is we're going to try the 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 Hoven. I don't know why my screen is doing that. Uh, why it's playing around? It's changing mine's, color. Mine's uh, nice, but yours has been broken. Okay, I'm going to hope that this clears up. My screen has turned purple. I don't know why. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully but anyway, for those of you listening over. to the podcast, that's no big deal. Um, so you have but like their little neck tag on here wow little, little bag of the the worm salt 
See, I got nothing. I got, I got you, even your cap is different. Your cap, my, mine's a wooden cap, a wooden mm. stopper. And uh, yours has mine's, got a nice little glass. Mine's stopper. wooden, it's got a little. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. All right, so we're gonna try the Hoven. We're just gonna pour it in the glasses while we're at it. And uh, hopefully my screen clears up so you can see what we're looking at. Otherwise everything's turning purple. I'm not sure why. Um, anyway, I'm pouring, <laughs> I'm pouring mine in my Stasso Jarrito. I got a Stasso Jarrito too for the Mezcal. Yep. Uh, this is an 80 proof, ladies and gentlemen. It is not a high proof. No. Uh, it is a Joven Esparin, and we'll give you some more ins and outs on the stories later on. Yep. Uh, let's see what we got here uh, besides a purple screen. I don't even know if you can, <laughs> see, you can see that. Look at how shiny it is in purple. <laughs> it's lavender, actually. It's a nice color of lavender. Let's see. Is the legs and tears going? Uh, it's working. It's trying to. It's trying to. I think it's a little on the thinner side. Yeah, well, um, uh, it is considered artisanal. So that means that they, they are, um, you know, they, they, there are certain protocols that they follow, procedures in order for it to be classified as an as a artisanal uh, mezcal. But there are legs and tears forming, definitely. Now. Oh, yeah. See them better. Wow, I wish that would clear up. I'm not sure why that, that <laughs> is. Maybe if I turn my light on, I, light off, I don't know. Uh, let me let me grab my ring light here, folks. Just bear with me because these are beyond our control. <laughs> beyond mine, anyway. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Ah, no, I got nothing. I'm still purple. You're All still right, what the purple. hell? Leave the light on. <laughs> we'll leave the light on for you. Um, yeah, wow. Now I'm getting some really thick legs and tears. Yeah, it, it's starting to cling. I wonder why that is. Why well, it the, took a while to get started. Uh, well, you know, you've had yours on the living room floor for a while. Mine's basically mine's been open, but I haven't touched it in like weeks. Um, you must have I mean, tried it all at once. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I had to hide it from myself because there's a particular reason why that is. Uh, this is a Joven Espadín. Oh, my. Wow. Mm, I get a little of the smoke right at the first and then yeah. just dug into a nice agave sweetness. It's a it's a heavier and denser uh, uh, aroma, for sure. Uh, more plant, more... Um... But you know what, Dave? It's got some bright notes at the tail end of this nose. Okay. I mean, you're right. It's got the smoke, and then that dissipates, and then it's got more of the plant, and then I'm getting some brighter notes. Yeah, I like that. It's not all the, not all medicinal like some of the mezcals can be. Yeah. Well, I think I think Dave is slowly working up wow. to his his tolerance for um, for higher proof. The the nose is just changing. Yeah, and on one side you get more of the plant and the denseness, and on the other side, you get some of the earthiness, a little earthiness. That's in it. That's it. It's got to be good. You know, they're putting it in the pit, so 
Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, I'll be able to read you what his letter says to us, uh, to me anyway. He was very nice and wrote us a nice little letter about the family history and, and how they came about to doing this. Right. Because he's importing it with a partner. I mean, these guys are importing and and doing show. Now, do you know, was he part of the show? Did we get a chance to taste his juice while we were judging? No. No, he was he went got last minute into the the festival part of it. He didn't get the into the judging. Oh, he didn't know okay, about so, it and kind of like you said last minute. So, so they kind of fell into it, huh? Okay, yeah, they kind of fell into it. What a pleasant surprise! What a pleasant nose, though. This is a really nice nose. I'm, very pleasant. I'm liking it. Uh, how about we taste it? I mean, you know, about- nobody can see me anyway. It's all in purple. So what the <laughs> hell, right? Let's just taste this sucker and see what it goes. Mm. oh wow mm. nice nice agave sweetness a little of the smoke up on the front it fell into that nice just agave sweetness almost you know kind of like a kind of a smoked uh, tequila in a way in a way now i know what you consider smoke and what i consider fibrousness because i know that they have to they, they ferment with the fibers um yeah. they can shred though i'm not exactly sure what they're using for shredding they may use a taona i'm not taona. sure taona okay uh-huh. that explains why you're getting the what we what you would consider smoke i consider more the plant and denseness when you when you ferment with fibers you get a lot of that kind of that wild plant like essence And the smoke, usually if it's done well, especially at the higher proofs, and I've done this with other of the TJs, the smoke is like an afterthought. You won't even know it's there until like you've had two or three passes. Then all of a sudden it starts to coat the palate and you go, oh, there's the smoke. Mm. It's got a little, it's got a little, little bite to it, a little peppery bite. Yep. Along the lines of tequila. It's, like it. Yeah, it's, uh, for, you know, for an Espadine, I was really impressed with it, even at 80 proof, because there's still a lot of character to it. It's got yeah. a nice medium to long finish. It does. does have a nice finish. Let's see. Um, all I got is a little of their production process. Uh, seven year, seven year. Um, um, Agaves. yeah, maybe a little longer. Uh, yeah, it's always a muscle menos when you when you're talking about non commercially grown at uh, Espadine. It looks a lot like Blue Weber's, you know, on their website here. Well, yeah, but the Espadine is the closest relative to a Blue Weber, so you know, and that figures that they would look similar. And then cooked in a artisan stone-lined underground pit. Once the firewood heats up the stones, Magway is put into the pit to be cooked. Takes about four days. That's about right. I mean, the 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 denseness that I'm getting, and then and then what's does it t- does it talk about the fermentation at all? Grinding of the Magway, it is uh, a stone mill where it is pulled by a mule to be crushed. Right. That's oh. that's Taona. Right. Stahona. Fermentation put into oak vats 
or Tinas de Maderas, Madera, Maderas. Tinas de Maderas, they're pine baths. Right. What's this? Tinas? Tinas is a, is a bat. But it says oak, oak bat. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, oh, is it oak or is it pine? That's interesting, oak vats, okay. Says oak vats, and then it says well, de Maderas, and then it shows what it looks like stainless. Hmm. Well, hmm. I, you know. Um, Takes 15 to 20 days, depending on temperature of the surrounding environment. Oh and yeah, for, for the fermentation. The copper, copper stills, each holds maximum 300 liters. And so these, are, these are really small batches then what they are. Yeah. Okay, well, the information that I have, the letter that they that they gave us gives a little bit more background on the family, I think. I, I briefly I read it when I first received the information, but uh he says, as a kid, my parents would send my brothers and me to help our grandmas uh, to help at our grandma's house. Since we were there, we would stop by my uncle's house. And that's the first time I knew about mescal. He would take us to the large fields full of maguey plants before heading over to the mescaleria. Uh, there, we would smell the, the pina of the maguey cooking and distilling. And when the liquid was packed up in plastic barrels, we would go back to the house and bottle it ourselves. Wow. Wow. Then my brothers and I would help sell the bottles in a little store behind the, uh, our uncle's house. Sometimes... We would even hollow out the center of, a, of the bamboo-like plant, fill it with mezcal, cork it up, and sell it to the locals. It <laughs> said, uh, my family has been doing this since the 1940s, and our Zapotec ancestors have been making a version of mezcal for hundreds of years before then. Truth be told, I didn't think of getting into the business myself until the recession came around, and I had to declare bankruptcy for my music business. Wow, that sucks. Another music um, business. Wow. Yeah. And the idea came to me when I was in, in a BevMo, and all I could find was one brand of mezcal among the dozens of brands of tequila. Well, that's BevMo <laughs> for you. But anybody who shopped at BevMo, you know what we're talking about. Yep. Um, then I thought, um, uh, then I thought, uh, I thought about all the hundreds of years of tradition and culture that my family kept alive in the 40s. And, and was inspired to bring it here to the States in the 21st century. My vision for Cosijo Mezcal is to provide time-honored flavors and excellent quality to all uh, so that anyone, provided they drink responsibly, may celebrate friendship, family, and life. That's, that was a nice little, that, that's a real personal letter uh, that, that they sent to me. I, I'm glad you got all the swag. I got the, I got the background story. I love it. Uh, Dave, I think you'll you'll agree with me. Brand of Promise nominee. Brand of Promise nominee. There we go. It, I, you can see it clear in, on Dave's on Dave's screen. It's a little purple on mine, but it's a Brand of Promise nominee in in the uh, Espadín Hoven category in the eighty proof. Uh, but stick with us. That's our that's our take on the Hoven. Yep. Stick with us. We've got Reposado. We have an añejo. That I'm dying to taste uh, in a Glencairn. So. Bear with us. Uh, I'm going to try and clear up my screen problem. But if you've been listening to us, that's our take on Cosijo Mezcal. Do we have a price point on these guys at all? Uh, Old Town Tequila, $37.99. For the Espadín? For the, for the Hoven? 
for the Hoven. Wow, for this kind of quality, seriously, back now he's up in the liquor store too, right, right around the corner from me, slick liquor. <laughs> wow, I don't know much there. He's in a bunch of little. He's in a bunch of little uh, liquor stores. A lot of his own footwork, apparently. Yeah, he is. He's doing his own footwork. Wow, so, I mean, that's outstanding. I love this stuff. I can't wait to get to the repo and Anyaho with you because I did. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't dissect it when I had it the first time, but I will tell you, I had to hide it from me. Once <laughs> I got once I got past this, I looked at it and I go, holy cow, this goes down way too smooth, uh, way too easily. Sorry. Way too easy. It, we can't use the word smooth, okay? Uh, but that's our take on Cosijo Mezcal. If you folks have had it, uh, especially out where Dave's at in, uh, in North County, San Diego, San Diego County. San Diego area. Yep, he's all over uh, down here. He, yeah. Uh, tell us what you're doing with it and and what you're paying for it and in the meantime stick with us we're going to have the reposado and uh, uh, uh reviews here shortly and i'm going to try and clear up my screen okay right. <laughs> so that's our take i'm mike morales here in the heartbeat of the san gabriel valley in southern california that guy out there is dave dinius i'm in vista california you've been watching listening to sipping off the cuff on Tequila Fishing Media, all of our channels and networks, please subscribe, hit the notification bell, give us a like, share it with other tequila aficionados and mescal idiots and, and, and you know, tequila idiots. And all really, those guys. Go get some of yourself. Yeah, go get some <laughs> yourself and then, you know, uh, send us a note. Tell us what you're doing with it. But whatever you do, folks, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.